0: So for today's podcast, we're joined with Stacey Heron, And Stacey um, is with the EVSC Virtual Academy. So Stacy, I know you have a lot of pride in this program. And you and the staff there really do some incredible things. So let's just talk about that today because some people may not be familiar with it. So first of all, just when we say the EVSC Virtual Academy, what are we talking about?
1: So the EVSC Virtual Academy is a K-12 school fully accredited EVSC school where our students attend their courses virtually all of them. So um, we have every, everything from the little, you know, the littlest kids who work with our K eight teachers. And then we have offered the same diplomas as all the other high schools um, and the same um, academic opportunities as the high schools. We offer everything from um, regular level classes all the way to AP courses okay. for our students. So we really are a, a fully accredited, Full time K eight school,
0: so let's talk a little bit about the sure, and let's talk a little bit about the word virtual because I think Mm -hmm. with everything going on here uh, with the pandemic, everyone has started using that term, and certainly we did shift to virtual instruction just like schools did all across the nation. But with you all, it's a bit different because this is truly what you do. So, and that's no knock on the virtual instruction we've had because teachers have done a phenomenal job of teaching in that environment, and parents and kids have all acclimated to that. But talk. Just what does it look like when you are a virtual student and that is the program you decide to join?
1: Well, that's exactly right. Um, you know, we've had the situation where people have had to kind of jump in to this distance learning. Um, our students made that transition very easily because it was business as usual for sure. them. They just kept doing what they'd always done. Um, one of the things that, that we do at the virtual academies, we do offer um, opportunities for the kids to come in and um, meet with their teachers, take exams with their teachers. They get tutoring face to face that sort of thing so obviously that hasn't been happening for us this this year but all of our curriculum is designed to be done virtually so it's very different than having um you know, lessons or curriculum that's that's normally done face to face, and trying to make those virtual. Ours are meant to be done that way. That's how they're designed. Our students spend about, depending on the age, five five hours to six and a half hours a day on their on their studies. Um, their parents are learning coaches; they help them at home. The teachers are available um, by now. We're doing it by WebEx and email and phone and that sort of thing to help our students. They grade the work. Um, we provide all of the curriculum and then some of the academic supports for our students.
0: So let's let's fast forward to if and when, hopefully, when things at some mm-hmm. point return to normal, which we're all hoping for. So in the virtual program, once we're back in the normal environment and, and things with the virus hopefully can be behind us, um, talk a little more about what that looks like with, I think, what many of us refer to as kind of a blended or a hybrid approach with your virtual in terms of what does that in-person support look like?
1: So our, our students um, do the vast majority of their work at home on their computers, which um, with their parents supporting them this gives them the versatility to work anytime during the day so we have some students who really enjoy working in the evenings or maybe have we have adult learners who have a full-time job and are working on coursework at night that's perfectly okay with us um and then the kids will come in for help with um, assignments when they need it. Um, we have our K-8 students meet regularly with their teachers. Most of them come in every couple of weeks for an hour or so to meet face-to-face. Okay. Um, our students um, who with special needs who need um, special education supports meet a little more frequently with their teachers. Um, our high school kids come in when they need tutoring. Sometimes they like to come to our classroom just for a quiet place to work where they can ask questions when they come up. They all come in to take exams so we can ensure the fidelity of our tests. Mm-hmm. Um, But we do, you're exactly right. It is that blended approach where most of it is online and we can make it fully online, which we have done. Sure. But we always prefer to see the kids face to face just so they have that opportunity for support if they need it.
0: And you all really have, I mean, just like you said, you are a, full-time school and you have a staff as well. It's not like you just have people scattered that come and go teaching-wise. I mean, yeah. you have a core group of teachers who do this.
1: Absolutely. We have all licensed teachers. Um, we have some who are whose only position is with us at the Virtual Academy. We have some others who, for our electives, maybe teach full-time at another school and then spend a few hours doing working with the Virtual Academy students. Um, both of our K-8 teachers um, are there. We have a K-8 teacher there most mornings of the week for kids to come in and get help and that sort of thing. But yeah, all of our teachers are licensed and um, are available for our students. A lot of we we pride ourselves on being very accessible. Our teachers are very accessible sure. for our kids.
0: Sure. Um, if you're a parent or a student and you're listening to this conversation, um, talk to us about an example of you know somebody is thinking, is this for me? So when you think back to all the students, and and I've worked with you on a couple of things where we've even spoken to current and past students, and you can tell mm-hmm. it was for them. Right, <laughs> I mean, they right. they are, make it completely clear what a great fit that's been. Um, so who is this for? Talk to us about kids that have really had success with this.
1: So this is for any student who, for whatever reason, we have our, our students come to us for a variety of reasons, but for whatever reason, they prefer or need to not be in a traditional school environment for a period of time. We have some that stay with us for a semester. We have some that stay with us for many years. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we love them all. This is for a kid who is... um, Self-motivated, they've got to be able to get themselves moving to do their work without somebody staring over their shoulders. Because that's that's the thing. When you're in a traditional school, your teachers they are asking, "Why are you looking out the window? You need to get back to work." And we don't have that, Um, so we need somebody who's who's motivated, somebody who can focus well, um, and who really wants to do virtual education. If you don't want to do it, it's it's going to be very difficult because it's a a very different way of learning. Mm -hmm. But it's a really great fit for an awful lot of students and variety of situations.
0: Yeah, I remember one of the students we talked to, I mean, had been in the traditional school environment. And if I remember, I right, had even done well. It wasn't mm-hmm. that. But I remember it was that conversation about learning styles. And yep. I remember and she was a mature young lady and she talked to you and I both and said, this was for me and the way I learn." was a great fit.
1: You're exactly right. And um, for those students who who like to learn like that by the reading and the talking and that sort of thing, this is a great fit for them. Um, we have students who come to us because of their schedules, their fa- family situations for we have some elite athletes who travel a lot, that sort of thing. We have adult learners. We have a couple of graduates this year who are in their 20s with families wow. and came back to just finish a class or two. So we have everything from the very traditional student with the, the right age and the right cohort to people to come back because they want to finish, finish up their diploma with us.
0: Great. And uh, last question, if I'm hearing this student or parent um, and I have more questions, what Mm -hmm. should I do?
1: Absolutely. You can um, visit our website and um, there's applications online. And then also um, right now we are in and out of the office a little bit, um, but we're still answering phone messages and emails and that sort of thing. We'd love to talk to anyone um, who wants to learn more. We've had some families that have been real interested in learning more. So we've been able to set up WebEx meetings. Very simple. We can just... You go online and we can meet and it's more like a face to face conversation. So that's nice. We're able to do that, too, for people who want to learn more.
0: So certainly don't hesitate if you wanted, because I can imagine for some people, they would say, I want to learn more about this before I um, enroll my child in this program. You're happy to have a conversation and really go in depth about what this looks like. We
1: we it is very, very important to us that everybody knows what they're doing, getting into before they do it. And this is a new way of learning. And and it's a wonderful fit for an awful lot of kids. And we love the opportunity to be able to talk to you about that and to kind of tell you what we can offer and explain how our classes work. We can talk about what a typical day for a virtual academy student looks like, what kind of classes they can take. Um, Because again, we're K-12, so our second grade, second graders, their day looks very different than our seniors, right. do, well, sure. you know, just as it would. So yeah. it's a very, um, a variety of kids come to us and I, we love the opportunity to talk about, about what that looks like for them.
0: Great. Wonderful. Well, Stacey Heron from the EVSC Virtual Academy. Thanks for taking the time to come in and talk to us.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Okay.